So I just finished writing a paper for university and I, I couldn't say I particularly enjoyed it, uh, but it wasn't as bad as I <laughs> really? thought it would be. Yeah, I, I just don't know what it is about writing papers that I, I, I don't enjoy that much, but whatever. However, through the process of writing that paper, I have relearned some lessons I thought I already knew quite well or I have already implemented. And the lesson is to get used to iterating things over time and not trying to perfect every detail from the beginning, which sounds very obvious and, you know, very pseudo-productive, but it's really a game-changer once you adapt the mentality of let's just try to write the paper first of all, no matter how bad it is. Just finish it first of all, and then after that you can iterate, you can change some stuff, you can move stuff around, you can uh, add new ideas, you can delete things, but it's much more efficient and actually much more enjoyable that mindset to write was, it that way already sounds quite ambitious let's write this paper i'm more thinking like okay let's try to write this chapter or this paragraph <laughs> well yeah but what i noticed for me personally is that if i whenever i told myself today i'm gonna finish that chapter or whatever i was very prone to perfectionism and trying to make it perfect from the beginning. Whereas where I, when I just told me, uh, told myself, you know what, I just want to finish the whole paper right now. I want to get as <laughs> far right. as I can. Then if for some reason it really, mm. it was much easier to make progress. And the progress I made was actually quite good. So that in the end I didn't actually have to edit that many things. Yeah, yeah, that sounds... Sounds like a good approach. That's also what I try to tell myself all the time when writing a thing like that. Um, usually it really just helps that, I don't know, if you don't know how to write something really, then just, you can even write a wrong sentence, you know, like grammatically wrong or whatever. It's just <laughs> that you that you put something on the paper and then you can advance. Or you can also put a placeholder for a resource that you haven't found yet or a paper or a quote that you haven't found yet and just continue, so there's stuff on the paper it's actually a, a good approach i think yeah absolutely I sometimes have to force myself to as well but um yeah but what was it hard to 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 pick up that habit or was your inner perfectionist like screaming at you all the time <laughs> what, what did it make it hard so that you have to had to learn it anew i think it's generally just pretty counterintuitive to work like that i think we are mm. for some reason or at least a lot of people i know are used to you know writing a chapter perfecting that chapter and then going on to the next chapter and perfecting that and then so on and so forth which yeah can be a good approach and if the paper isn't particularly complex or whatever that's fine but yeah i think the the thing that makes it very hard to approach it like that and to kind of achieve a minimum viable product as fast as possible is the fact that it's probably going to be... Go. Yeah, exactly. But just, let's just try to do the minimum requirements and get it down and write it down and kind of brainstorm ideas for every chapter, no matter how, no matter how well the ideas are connected or how perfect the grammar is or whatnot. And I think it makes what makes it hard is, again, that is very counterintuitive, but also that 
the ego plays a big role in that. And it's hard mm-hmm. to admit to yourself that you're probably going to br- write a pretty shitty paper. At least the first few drafts are going to be pretty shitty. And you're going to have to kind of accept that yeah, and man. work with that. Yeah, so that have been, th- those have been probably the most difficult things to overcome. I can totally relate. Like <laughs> at the beginning of writing a paper, I always think to myself, oh my God, what a shit show. Like what the <laughs> poor person that has to read that piece of uh, toilet paper that just wiped someone's ass off, I think. Um, because <laughs> it's really unbearable. Like not only like the content, which is still, or the overall idea, which I usually don't know where I'm heading with. Like what the fuck? Like every grade schooler could do that. Every Every fourth class elementary school student could come up with that idea i'm writing about right now and and i don't know somehow by just going forward and just giving a fuck you you get to a place where at the end you have a pretty good product and you're actually proud of yourself (laughs) that you put something out there in the world and then it's not that obvious what you did i guess or like that obvious of an idea that you covered but it's like yeah the first the first, uh, I guess, three quarters of the project, you feel like a total amateur and you have to put your ego aside, I think, quite a lot of times. What, what I'm really struggling with is, is like this notion of not knowing where you're going or like not knowing how that thing will turn out. Really hate the research, pro- research process there always, like because I don't know where I have to head or where I get my information from and... Ooh, it's like it's like hard on yourself if you if you don't know what you're doing that much. <laughs> Can you relate? <laughs> yes. Yeah, the the research process is usually quite honestly a pain in the ass. There's no way to describe it differently. It's quite a pain in the ass because as you said, you don't really know what to look for and what really fits into your into your end product. And maybe even until the time you, time you finish, you're going to switch papers a million times until you get mm-hmm. the right ideas and kind of the right direction for your paper. So yeah, I can, I can relate to that. But again, even with res- researching paper and stuff, I was like, you know what, I'm going to... I mean, for example, I had some moments where I was like, you know what, I'm just going to research three papers that kind of fit into where this is going. And I'm just going to put them in there. And it's, it's it's fine. And if I don't find any, anything <laughs> else, grab everything I can. Kind of like, like that. person, like uh, being carried away by the stream, by the by the river, trying to grab onto each and every rock that's like still in, <laughs> yeah, still oh, sure. in grass in reach, <laughs> <laughs> trying to escape the current of despair and four s <laughs> or failings. <laughs> it's actually going to be quite fun if. Like American people are listening to this, and they're like four point yeah. This is like the perfect yeah, GPA. That's, that's, <laughs> is it? Yeah, I think four point is a no perfect argument. GPA. Oh uh, shit! But yeah, in well, Germany, okay, four point yeah. is the grades that you you barely you have just to pass barely with. pass. Yeah, you just barely pass yeah. with that. It's kind of this joke around that if you pass with a four point you're fine. Like, who cares? <laughs> Do you have one of those yet? <laughs> no. 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 no, no. Oh, I had everything on the spectrum already. Like, it's funny. <laughs> or oh, actually, I, I didn't. I had a great bonus of 0.3, so it was not a 4.0 anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Yeah. But yeah. Good old theoretical physics. Oof. Fucking you up. 
crazy. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was just a thing. Again, I've noticed, and I'm, I'm also trying to implement in more areas of my life, not only, not only Good writing papers and academic. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I actually remember the very first internship I did at a startup in the first semester. The uh, my boss, basically my mentor, whatever, or always stressed how important it is to focus on an eighty twenty in business, in startups, in coding in university even and he always stressed that because he could tell that i was um a perfectionist quite often and that i was always trying to like perfect all the details and make it like super impressive and <coughs> innovative and all of that which is you know is good which and, is what you, you had know, to do back in school if you wanted to get your 15 points exactly which is again another like, grading scale 15 yeah, out but of 15 is the best <laughs> But he was like, Random you know what? He even he even told me that he himself in university didn't really care that much about having perfect grades. He was like eighty twenty. He eighty twenty did the whole his whole university mm -hmm. career basically. And he told me that as long his on, only goal was to have a one before the comma, to have a one point whatever GPA at the end. That's my current goal. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, anything else I don't care about, and he just didn't see the point in investing more time into studying for exams than absolutely necessary to get a okay grade mm. which i don't know if i'm if i'm just able to do that from from an ego ego perspective <laughs> but that's another story just generally i'm trying to implement that more and trying to approach new tasks and new ideas and new business ideas or whatever with the mentality of let's just try to come to a again minimum viable product i quite like the term um come to a minimum viable product like the minimum required to kind of um, make sense of what i want to be exactly kind of make sense of what i yeah, want to build yeah, yeah. and then work from there um i've actually read an interesting article totally on on that i think it was from one of the investors from y combinator which is like one of the biggest mm -hmm. what is a startup investing firms yeah whatever venture capital firms i don't know um and he basically said that a lot of startup founders make the mistake of especially when it comes to coding a new application or website they make the mistake of trying to perfect it and design it and have all those fancy animations and perfect the user experience which yes is important at some point but especially in the beginning if you have let's say you have an app that tracks how many calories you consume per day whatever then it's a waste of time to focus so much on the design and how it looks and how it feels and the fans animations all of that that can come later but he says that a lot of founders make the mistakes of focusing on that first instead of just focusing on the functionality and actually getting down to an app that can actually be used by users and he even went as far as saying that maybe in the beginning it might even be advisable to not code an app at all and just use like drag and drop kind of app builders for that you know to just get a product out that's working so that people can use it can test it can give the feedback and that that's much more important but it's very counterintuitive and it's also an ego thing because if you're a new startup founder yeah, you want to have the fanciest app with the best animations and the best design and all of that um, but yeah it's hard to get over that but i think it's very 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 important if you want to actually make progress yeah one of 
one of the similar learnings I had, which saved myself so much time over the past two years is um, actually like the preparation for talks and stuff that I'm giving. Like, unless they are like super important and I want to nail every single word and I want to be, do, uh, do the best TED talk performance out there, it's <clears throat> so far more easier for me to just freestyle it, to maybe take myself five to 10 minutes beforehand Think a bit about what points do I want to mention and freestyle the rest. And I don't have to prepare. I don't have to write down every single sentence I want to do and and learn that by heart and, and put that out there, which sounds super unnatural, um, usually. Um, and then and now I'm like just freestyling speeches or presentations whenever I'm giving them, which is not always perfect and sometimes weird if I don't find the right words, you know, like translating to English and stuff, but it saved myself so much time. 80-20 is bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a Absolutely. 2018 comment right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's very important, yeah. but I, I also struggle with that a lot. Um, or let, Let's not say struggle, it's just yeah, just very, very counterintuitive because I think, mm -hmm. and actually, also, I, I don't know, lately I'm reading so many articles. With yeah, being uncomfortable. I actually read an article on, on real work versus fake work. And the basic argument was that a lot of people waste time doing fake work that feels good and looks good, but doesn't actually produce any results. And yeah. an example, there was uh, there were many examples given from studying to actually having your own business. But one example that kind of stuck with me was exactly what I said before, that there, there was a, I think, a meds, a, no, 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 a doctor who wanted to become a life coach. So she did a life coach course or whatever. And after she finished it, she wanted to have some clients, but she only ever went to like friends and family and mm. she spent so much time and money on perfecting her website and having an Instagram account and all of that, which is good and great and you need marketing, you need all that. But what she didn't do is she didn't actually charge anyone for her services. She didn't actually like cold call people and try to gain new clients that way or whatever. She just went to friends and family and did that for free. And then she wondered why it, why it isn't working. And... What she was doing is was basically doing fake work and spending so much time on the website and on Instagram posts and videos and all of that. And what mm -hmm. she actually needed to do, and once she started doing that, she obviously saw some results, was going up to people, actually charging for her services, first of all, going up to people, cold calling people, trying to figure out if there are, maybe there are even people who post that they need a life coach and they would would willingly pay someone to do that or whatever, you know, just trying to actually gain clients and gain results that way. Or even when it comes to studying, like people who highlight uh, all, all kinds of stuff in, 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 in a notebook, uh, in a textbook, and then basically copy the notes exactly the same, in, uh, like word for word into the note-taking app. And I'm like, dude, you just wasted three hours. Like, yes, I saw you three hours in the library, but did you actually do any work? besides mm -hmm. just copying the textbook. And I think and in, in that case, real work or real studying would look like you read a chapter, 
or a paragraph, close the book, try to recall it, try to understand it. If you don't understand it, you do some research. But that's very, very hard and difficult. I know that. I'm not saying that I am yeah. I'm do that perfectly all the it time. Not at all. motivational battery. But yeah, it drains you much faster. But in that way, you can achieve a lot more results in one hour of doing that rather than six hours of just mm. copying textbooks. Yeah. Yeah. I put my signature under that. Signed off. Let's make that into a law. <laughs> Great. President Elias has spoken. Long live the king. <laughs> New king of England. Yeah, man. Ah, that's another topic you could talk about, right? <laughs> well, is there anything to well, talk about? I don't know. I'm. It sounds maybe a bit weird, but I'm not really interested that much in the royal family or the queen. Like, I don't really give a shit, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Usually, that's my opinion as well. But this time, it was like, oh damn, pretty interesting woman. Let's watch all the stupid royal documentary shit and <laughs> get a bit into the. The royal shenanigan stuff. But like every time when it was about, ooh, this one cried at the funeral and that one cried at the funeral. And then it was like, no, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but the whole ceremony, interesting. Well, but I guess on that note, we learned a bit again about 80-20, how we apply it in our lives. Reinforce it again um, from painful experiences like writing a seminar paper or generally papers and now know better how to do real work you know let's let's get some real work done and fucking cut this episode now <laughs> great <laughs> <laughs> all right guys if you enjoyed it as always feel free to leave a like subscribe uh, feedback via our email address and hope to see you guys next week bye bye